podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Whistleblowers Daily, the show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday of the football season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Wednesday the 5th of October. Liverpool halted their run of poor form as they comfortably beat Glasgow Rangers 2-0 in the Champions League. Goals from two under-fire players, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Mo Salah, were enough to take all three points in a straightforward win for the English side, who were second in their group behind Napoli, who thrashed Ajax 6-1 in Amsterdam. Jurgen Klopp praised Darwin Nunes and Liverpool's new look attack. He said, The way the boys up front moved together was extremely, extremely good. You saw how good a striker Darwin is to be constantly in those situations. Everybody saw tonight that this will happen. All good. Tottenham were left frustrated after a goalless draw away at Eintracht Frankfurt. Spurs had the better of the possession and created decent chances but ultimately were not able to capitalise. Manager Antonio Conte was pleased to see his side creating those chances against the German side but accepts they need to become more clinical. He said, It was a good match. We played with great intensity. I think we need to be more clinical. We created many, many chances to score and in football you have to score. I think for the big effort for the whole team maybe we deserve much more. The most important thing for me is we created chances. And the pressure on Nottingham Forest boss Steve Cooper seems to be mounting this morning as several newspapers are reporting owner Evangelos Maranakis is lining up a potential replacement. The Guardian reports that Rafa Benitez is in the frame to take over following Forest's recent run of form, which has seen them lose five games in a row. Sean Dyche is another of the names mentioned in the article. In tonight's Champions League games, Chelsea host AC Milan, Man City welcome FC Copenhagen and Celtic travel to RB Leipzig. Those are your headlines. Let's start with Liverpool then, 2-0 at home to Rangers. Pretty straightforward result. Let's talk to Alfie Brown. He's a comedian and a Liverpool fan. Let's see how he feels. Alfie, how do you feel? Uh, Well, I don't really know how I feel. Obviously, it was a lot nicer uh, seeing a more balanced setup. Trent called it a 4-4-2. It looks like a 4-2-3-1, but, you know, he was literally there, so loath to disagree with him. Um... I was or am slightly worried that everything changed. I thought it was going to turn out that what we were doing before, this kind of mad, free-flowing, interchangeable position experiment that we were failing with all season, was going to click and suddenly it was going to be this avant-garde tactical breakthrough that people were going to write about in 40 years the fact that like (laughs) everybody was right and it did need tweaking and now it's been changed and now it's better is sort of slightly disappointing because it suggests that uh you know we that they, they didn't have it right and that we've changed things halfway through a season and that whilst it's good to have corrected the problems it isn't as good as if the system was right or long we just needed to make it work does that make sense i hope it does anyway i'm glad we won but i'm not optimistic about the uh, uh, too optimistic about the rest of the season that was alfie brown comedian and liverpool fan let's move on to tottenham nil nil at eintracht frankfurt not a bad result a point away from home in the champions league is pretty good puts them in a strong position if they can win the uh, the reverse fixture here's mike lee from the spurs show podcast this is Mike Lee from the Spurs show reporting on Frankfurt nil, Tottenham nil. Tottenham improved performance tonight after an insipid display against the rivals, the Woolwich Wanderers. 
much, much better, much more aggressive today. Lots of half chances, but again, not a shot on target today. And our record of trying to get an away win in Europe goes on a little bit longer. But today was all about more aggression, more cohesion, more desire. Uh, Certainly deserved a point. And with the uh, game uh, in Marseille, um, really opens this group completely. Sun, wasteful tonight. Kane really didn't have many, many chances. Uh, Lots of half chances, as I said. But Tottenham, I think, will be happy with this point and now wait for the reverse fixture at the Tottenham Stadium. A win there would put Tottenham in a very, very good position. Again, Conte didn't change the team. Incredible how he still won't change a team despite defeats and poor displays. Same 11 that played against the Arsenal. Uh, So there's going to be some tired legs there. But uh, I think all of us, all Tottenham fans tonight, would have taken the draw before the game. So we're happy with that point. That was Mike Lee from the Spurs Show podcast. Thank you, Mike. Finally then, the pressure is growing on Steve Cooper. We had Matt Ford on the show yesterday. He seems to be uh, trying to stay positive uh, in the face of quite a lot of adversity. Cooper looks like he's probably done. I don't think he's had a very fair crack of the whip. He did an incredible job getting them up in the first place. And we saw the, the number of players he had to sign over the summer. They didn't have a squad. They just didn't have a squad of players. The, the squad was comprised of a lot of loan moves, a lot of short-term contracts. So when they came up and they bought those 22 or 23 players, they still could only just put together a 25-man squad list for the Premier League that they require. So it's not like they were buying players for the sake of it. However, the more it goes on, the more you have to question how much of a say Steve Cooper had in those transfers. Is this, is this the owner? Is this Evangelos Maranakis sort of playing football manager? and bringing in the players that he wants. Now, we know that Steve Cooper wanted Morgan Gibbs-White. We've all read and heard about how obsessed Steve Cooper has been with Morgan Gibbs-White since Gibbs-White was in the England Under-17 World Cup winning side. So we know that that was one of his signings. And all right, the money is huge, 40-odd million quid. But in a way, the money is sort of irrelevant, isn't it, at this level? We're past that, aren't we now? (laughs) The Premier League society has moved past the need to scrutinise transfer fees all the time. They pay what they need to pay. And if you're Maranakis and you're a multi-multi-multi-millionaire, you pay what you need. So we know Gibbs-White was Cooper's. The rest of them, difficult to say. Very difficult to say. And it looks like on the pitch they're not gelling. And, and that's you know that's to be expected. It's a whole new team of players. You can't expect them just to hit the ground running. So results have gone badly cohesion within the, within the team on the pitch doesn't look great I've got no idea what it's like off the field if if the if that is its own problem because I would imagine that's quite a difficult thing to manage different personalities playing together for the first time uh, a lot of players not playing because you've essentially got two first 11s so a difficult time for them I, I don't know I think Steve Cooper's a very very good manager but does that mean it can't be improved upon probably not if Maranakis feels like this is the the big shot to go and get Benitez, then you've got to you know you've got to expect Benitez to probably turn things around a little bit. But it's a tough division, and you know there's no guarantees of anything. All right, that's my two cents worth on Nottingham Forest. Uh, wherever you're watching the games tonight, hope you enjoy them. Should be a good night of Champions League football. We'll be back same time tomorrow here on the Whistleblowers. Podcast Network.